0: in your corner saving one investor at a time working for clients not companies all while bulletproofing portfolios totally committed to sharing academic truths about investing always representing main street and not wall street it's your sound money team and this is the sound money investment show with brown financial advisors
1: hello and welcome to the sound money investment show with brown financial advisors Your host this week, Greg Brown and myself, James Ford. A little bit about us, our company, Brown Financial Advisors. We are a registered investment advisory firm. We are independent. We do work for clients and not companies. Now, to receive your complimentary, personalized, and truly coordinated financial income plan, give us a call at 513 575 9654. If you're seeking advice on an old 401k, 403b, some type of employer sponsored plan, Even doing an NUA analysis, perhaps before you do that IRA rollover, again, whether it's a traditional or Roth IRA, we can help with that. Give us a call, 513-575-9654. Visit our website, brownfinancialadvisors.com. Send us an email. Share your thoughts to team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. And we do have multiple locations throughout the Cincinnati area. Milford is our headquarters, but we also have the satellite locations in Westchester, Blue Ash, and Florence. Here at the studio, our phone number, 513-749-5500. That's pound 550 on the AT&T wireless. Toll-free number is 800-823-TALK, 800-823-8255. Now, as I mentioned before, we have joining us in studio, our host, Greg Brown. So, Greg, today's topic, I know this is just shocking when we hear this, but shocking retirement statistics that everyone should be aware of. No matter if you're in retirement or simply planning for retirement, this show is for you. So understanding the importance of planning ahead to avoid some of these daunting numbers or, as we like to say, statistics.
2: Oh, no no doubt about it. You know, statistics play such a vital role uh, throughout life. Just kind of understanding better as you go into a situation, the dynamics, numerically. But you see, people... People aren't numbers. Uh, People aren't statistics. They make up a statistic. We don't want you to become a statistic. We want you to become a success. So when you look at um, individuals and businesses and how things are measured by, what would you call them, metrics, your metrics should be having sufficient cash flow once retired, a sufficient savings program now into and up to the point of retirement. You need the reasonable rate of return throughout retirement on your investments. These are the types of statistics we can manage together as we develop a plan.
1: You know, when you say reasonable, that is a somewhat subjective term. It doesn't mean necessarily that's a one-size-fits-all, a one-number-fits-all, or one-statistic, or, or one-age-fits-all. Everyone has a different number when it comes to their risk number, their tolerance for risk number, and also what is it that they need to actually have for sustainable income that's going to get them through retirement, not just into retirement, but all the way through retirement.
2: Yeah, through and through and uh, yeah, to and, and through. Yeah, you People listening out there, all walks of life, all stages leading up into and through that retirement event. And whether you're 10, 15, 20 years away, or you're at the threshold of making big decisions, should I take a lump sum pension, a payout, or accommodation with the company, a company buyout plan? Are you dealing with, um, you know, working with the spouse on making the best determination on a Social Security maximization? On how much your Social Security and when, take his, take hers, different ages, all according to what? Well, hopefully a plan. And then when we think back about statistics, we don't want you to become an eye-popping, eye-opening statistic in and of yourself, particularly for retirement. Because you're going to hear some numbers today throughout the show that might startle you. You might have already heard them because, well, that's kind of a point. What do you hear? What's your source of information? Um, who do you listen to? Why do you listen to them? There's a lot of news out there. There's a lot of noise out there. So, you know, James, a part of this uh, process, uh, as we are holistic, holistic meaning can't help but say it time and time again, kind of like the Mayo Clinic of Financial Services. All disciplines converge working together. None of them have to be perfect. Uh, anyone tells you they're perfect, you need to run. But what we are instead is we're dynamic. We're um, we're kind of like, you know, exponentially um, synergistic in that investment management, insurance, um, all types of insurance, you know, for tax purposes, estate planning, legacy planning, or the type of insurance it guards against the financial impact and, and repercussions of early death, premature death, yeah, you know, tongue-in-cheek, it's all too, too soon, sure. Um, tax, tax preparation, tax advisory. You know, can, if you can save on taxes, that's more money left in your wallet and purse. How can all these things work together? Don't forget to mention estate planning, the legal aspects. I think about three out of ten people we see have their legal documents in order. When it comes to such things as power of attorneys for medical and financial, um, wills, trust, pour over wills, part of trust, should you have one, should you not? Do you have one and don't need it? Yes, yes, maybe. We need to work through all those things. But it could kind of boil down to kind of launching today's show on this subject. Um, you know, is oftentimes weekly. We have some thought provoking questions and those as they apply to today's show, James, you want to start us off with a few?
1: Oh sure. Such as approximately at least, how much does the average person have saved for retirement? What are some ways, some different ways to create confidence in retirement as far as having income and sustainable income at that and knowing what you can actually spend as far as your overall spending habits, spending needs? How much should pre-retirees expect to spend on different categories, such as healthcare expenses during retirement? How much money will the collective we, us, you, need to live comfortably in retirement? So no matter if it's the individual you or the collective you, what is it you need for a sustainable cash flow to make it, again, not only to, but through retirement? How often do employees actually take the full employer match? We're not even talking about maxing out your contributions. We're just simply talking about the contribution necessary to obtain the employer match for your employer based contribution such as your
2: 401k's your 403b's yeah when you look at the drawbacks of taking money taking money from which buckets of your money throughout the retirement uh, uh, horizon is it uh, does it matter what type of tax status okay um, what money is best money set aside and how much not to exceed for unexpected emergencies there's a difference between comfort cash emergency cash and And just having too much liquidity, it really is about liquidity. How much is sufficient liquidity? You could have investments. you could have fully insured investments with limited uh, liquidity, but sufficient. You could have market-based investments out there at some risk, but there's a large enough portion of fixed income and bonds that's fairly stable that is also liquid that could more than satisfy the emergency need if, when, or wherever it occurs. It's not all about just having it stuffed in some managed jar. And uh, people tell you so many things are just not really based in reality or good advice, but they happen to have a microphone at the time. I know we have a microphone at this time too, but this is what we do. We work for clients, not companies. We're fiduciary advisors. We put your interests first. We don't work for the motherships or the companies. We work for you. So I think we, kind of, we can use this microphone effectively if you allow us to uh, permeate into your lives financially and, and allow us to make a difference. You know, the um, percentage of people out there that have a plan set up for their retirement, do you know what that is? You're going to find out. It's not very, not very large at all. Uh, Social Security benefits continue to stay Uh, the way they have been will social security program per se have modifications and changes yeah probably will some type of social fabric of society uh, incremental benefit like social security be there for the rest of your lives and ours? very very likely so we need to plan around that include it to whatever extent makes sense for you major factors in uh, why so many more seniors in particular say 65 or better have declared bankruptcy okay um, this is a much larger number than it was 20 to 30 years ago. Of course, credit, the availability credit, and the proliferation of indebtedness has just ballooned, I think we could all agree. doesn't mean you need to be a victim or um, or collateral damage to one and the same. So um, what are the, some of the many, and there are many key benefits of just planning ahead for retirement? James, up above, you know, we were discussing this word. It kind of trickled out. It trickled out the word confidence when you're saying you know, some, some ways to create some confidence in retirement. There is a difference out there, folks, in exuding confidence or having competence. We all know some people have a little bit too much confidence, and it's almost striking. It's, it's comical how little competence they have in their arrogance of their overconfidence. We want you to exude confidence from the foundation of competence. We'll be your team competence, and together we'll develop a plan of great confidence, which isn't a guarantee, but it sure helps the probability of success, and that's all that one can help. Hit the inner rings of the bullseye, around the bullseye or the bullseye. That is close enough to perfect for me. It's an old Alabama song, by the way.
1: All right. There's more. There's much more. Our phone number at the office, 513-575-9654. Again, 513-575-9654. Call us. We can help. But after a break, we'll get back onto our topic about the shocking retirement statistics that you should be aware of. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors here on 55KRC, the talk station.
0: LLC. Brown Financial Advisors and Brown Insurance and Tax Advisors are affiliated companies and may only transact business in those states in which registered or were otherwise legally permitted.
2: And welcome back to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm Greg Brown. And I'm
1: James Borth, and we are a registered investment advisory firm. We are independent. We do work for clients and not companies. Our phone number at the office is 513 575 9654. Visit our website at brownfinancialadvisors.com. Send us an email, share your thoughts to team at brownfinancialadvisors.com and come see us at one of our Cincinnati area locations. Milford is our headquarters, but we also have the satellite locations in Westchester, Blue Ash and Florence. Here's the studio, 513-749-5500. That's pound 550 on the AT&T wireless. Toll-free
2: number 800-823-TALK, 800-823-8255. All right. Thank you, James. Hey, don't forget, if you're out there and you're listening, and if you heard me say that you are, in fact, listening, don't hesitate to contact us in many ways. You can call us, as James mentioned, at 513-575-9654, or team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. Why do I say that and repeat that? Be redundant, because people sometimes can't write that fast, as sometimes I talk too fast. The other thing is, um, it will provide, will provide you, no obligation, free complimentary comprehensive financial plan a draft financial plan that is as executable and implementable as we know how until we get your fingerprints on it to make it more part of your plan that you adopt adapt and implement that would include a complete review of your portfolio as it stands measuring the internal risk the internal cost all the other elements of redundancy that might be so inefficient in how you're currently invested which will show its ugly head when you enter into pullback correction territory, or in fact a bull market, you don't want to go there. no, I meant bear market okay it's easy as Warren Buffett once said. All the boats float when the tide comes in, but when the tide goes out, you get to see who's actually wearing their their swimming suits. If you think about it, that means because then your portfolio yes. Your portfolio becomes exposed. We want your tax efficiency to be there. We want your financial plan to come together to address your income needs because retirement is about cash flow, not just buckets of money. It's how you use them, how you access them. And then when you wrap it all together in an estate plan, a comprehensive plan puts you in the catbird seat uh, or pole position to be prepared for that next eventuality called legacy. If you live well, you should end well. Okay, these are good The good things to bring together, and we find most people don't actually have a comprehensive plan. We want yours to be in your hands, complimentary. We just need two appointments, two meetings together. Leave your wallet in person at home. First appointment's getting some information together about you, some of the facts, some of the pieces of the puzzle on the table. Then, second meeting, remember, two are required for you to get what you need from this process. Second one is to share with you the findings, the analysis, all the reports, and even the recommendations along with the comprehensive financial plan. Then it's up to you if we go forward with the next. Now, the meter's not running. No tokens required. The process continues until you arrive at the plan that you would wish to implement with us, or we agree to disagree and you don't find enough value. Well, that's, that's the beautiful thing about you spending time with us, us investing time in you, because that is an investment and it should yield something but it will yield not regret. It will yield an outcome that is very favorable. If you'll just work with us as we work with you. And that's all there is to it. That is all there is to it. Now there is a caller, but uh, we just want to announce the the show topic again, in case you forgot, shocking retirement statistics that you should be aware of. So let's take this call.
1: All right. Gary has questions look like about social security and retirement. So Gary, welcome to the show.
0: Yeah. How are you doing guys? We're doing well. Um, I've got a question. Uh, I'm on uh, total disability. Um, I get my, through um, Social Security. Now, I'm 61 years old. Now, how, does that affect my um, regular Social Security when I reach 65?
1: Does the disability affect your regular retirement Social Security?
0: Yes, or will or well, it? At we, retirement age, it
1: will transition to being retirement based. So it's still from basically from Social Security. But you will receive a different type of benefit. So instead of it being a disability-based benefit, it will be a retirement-based benefit. Yeah,
2: it's kind of like a relabeling. Uh, somewhere the Congress critters and the Treasury and such and Office of Management budget have to Budget they have to switch over budgetarily to a different coffer or bucket of money to account for the exposure of disability-based Social Security versus regular Social Security. But for the consumer, it is just a label change, and the check still comes, and you're unaffected, unafflicted by yep, the dollar Same amount. tax form,
1: even. Okay,
0: and and, uh, the money amount stays the same?
2: That's to be determined
1: because it it depends upon your retirement eligibility benefits versus your disability benefits. Oh, good point. By and large, there won't be a major change or should not be a major change.
2: Yeah, good point, along with if you have any other form of government pensions or things that might create uh, offsets or haircuts. Right, there's there's a
1: few curveballs that they may throw at you depending upon eligibility and your work history. So that, Uh you know, there's really no way of guaranteeing that your Social Security through retirement will be the same, or the the difference is hard to determine between your retirement benefit versus your disability benefit.
0: So uh, can I go to Social Security and check on this now Uh, four years before, you know, like I say, I'm 61 years old?
1: Yes, you can even go online, and if you've not done so already, create your My Social Security account. Uh-huh. And, and you can go a long ways towards determining what those benefits will be.
2: Sure enough. Okay. And if you find that you're, if things aren't clear enough online as you read through and as you do some estimates through the calculators once you create your own password um, uh, an account, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, don't hesitate to set an appointment. We, we do recommend setting an appointment with Social Security, sitting down with a human. It uh, takes a few months sometimes to get in. So with you a couple of years away from this big next milestone, uh, we encourage you to get with people Early and often, get it straight. Right, come see us, and we'll always be available to help you drop the Social Security aspects inside of an overall plan and project it forward, too, so that you can you not be surprised, stymied, or tripped up by the, the unknowns that certainly are out there in most of our lives. So we right. appreciate your call. It's a good question. Do you have a follow-up?
0: Because somebody was telling me I could cl- I would be able to collect both, and I said, that don't sound correct.
2: No, it'll be one or the other.
0: Yeah. Okay, I won't keep you any longer. Thanks, guys. All Thank right. you.
1: Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Bye.
2: Isn't that interesting? That the tail end of what he had to say. I'm glad he called. I'm glad he's going to go get all the information he needs and get it straight. Because everyone seems to have an opinion about everything. And sometimes, look where the opinions can get you if you actually relied upon, like getting two checks. Or uh, sometimes, couples believe that when one spouse dies, that they're you know they're still going to get both checks. After all, they were married to that person, um, so they get two checks. No, they get the larger of the two. Well, what does that mean? What does that look like? Uh, yes, we. we There's no reason to travel into the shadows or the darkness of the financial future when you have an advocacy, a team that helps you holistically, like we're offering, that is without obligation or cost, just a little time. And we want you to journey forward and understand as many of the bogeys that are out there because we all know that life isn't perfect. It's a very dynamic equation that we're living uh, in each day and the landscape changes and you need to have an affiliation with someone that, that has expertise in each of these areas of the forest who could be your guide to, to the other side and in between to make these near-time real-time, these uh, near real-time uh, real real adjustments so the effect of you negatively, let alone hey, positively, can be accomplished very timely throughout your retirement. And uh, pre-retirement, oh my goodness, the further out from retirement you are, we all know this, um, a truth is a truth, Uh, It's never too late, never too early to do the right thing so that people have more time to accomplish that when big. Now, we parents and grandparents realize how big time is as the factor in life, including all things money, too. Thanks for that call, Gary.
1: You know, a good reminder, too, Greg, it doesn't hurt to talk to an actual live person once in a while, (laughs) especially when it comes to things that are as important as, for example, your Social Security benefits. So great reminder Set the appointment ahead of time. Don't just simply show up and expect to talk to someone because that may not be available at that time that you simply show up.
2: I'm guilty, James. I know you hear it many times throughout the week. Well, did you call them? You know, maybe calling them would be better. I hear that from everyone in my life. So I'm guilty. Thanks for throwing that stone this direction.
1: All right. Now, how that transitions back to today's show. So think about, and this is how most people think about numbers and statistics it conjures images of having to do, I don't know, a lot of math, a lot of work that really people don't seem to want to do or wrap their heads around. Now, when it comes to retirement and how this affects your stress levels, yes, no one really wants to stress about retirement, much less stress out in retirement. And many of the numbers that we're going to talk about on today's show, they're really just simply an outcome or byproduct of people, what, not being prepared or having a plan when it comes to their retirement. So just some analogies here, like when you're working, raising a family, yes, it can be tough to focus on planning, saving for retirement. It's quite understandable, we get it, life happens. Money sometimes gets quite tight. People get busy doing other things. But at some point in time, really this is something that you, you can't neglect it for long. It's you have to deal with it because you don't want to finally get to retirement and be unprepared or maybe even completely unprepared.
2: I was thinking, treat yourself like the number one creditor. Pay yourself off and pay yourself on time. Pay yourself a lot, okay? Tithes and offering, taxes, and then yourself. Control those expenses, increase your cash flow, increase dramatically your savings, be a happy camper. That's the financial side, but we know, like you said, life happens in raising a family. There's a lot more to it than just the money side. But we can help with a good part of the money side. And money seems to take care of some other problems, too, as we know the emotional impact of negative finances. So the
1: whole point is to be proactive because if you look at retirement, depending upon if you're optimistic, maybe pessimistic, it's like 20, 30 years of your golden years, 20, 30 years of your permanent vacation, or maybe on the pessimistic side, (laughs) 20, 30 years of unemployment.
2: Unemployment, constructive unemployment. Are you ready to be unemployed 20 or 30 years? I hope so. So
1: the number one statistic is that one in three Americans have virtually nothing saved for retirement. We're saying that over half of Americans have less than 10000 saved for retirement, and 33% have less than $5,000 yeah. saved and for
2: retirement. There's a gender-based differential there, too.
1: And we're going to get to that after the break. Our phone number at the office, 513-575-9654. Again, 513-575-9654. Call us, we can help. But stay tuned, you're listening to The Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors here on 55KRC, The Talk Station.
2: Welcome back to Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm Greg Brown. And I'm James Worth,
1: and we are a registered investment advisory firm. We are independent. We do work for clients and not companies. If you're seeking advice on an old 1 k four three B IRA rollover investment strategies income planning safe retirement solutions tax-free retirement Roth conversion analysis all that and more we can help Five one three five seven five nine six five four. Visit our website at Brown dot com. Our email address, team at Brown Our home office is in Milford, but we can come see you at one of our satellite locations in Westchester, Blue Ash, and also down there in Florence, y'all. Here's the studio, 513-749-5500. That's pound 550 on the at t wireless. Toll-free number, 800-823-TALK, 800-823-8255.
2: Well, James, you left off. You were introducing that statistic number one about one in three Americans having virtually nothing saved for retirement. And specifically, got down to an area about a number that says 33% have less than 5,000 saved for retirement and 21% of consumer investors out there have nothing saved at all. Then I interjected the gender aspect, the dynamic of gender and effect on the numbers or statistics. Uh, women are 27% more likely to have no retirement savings. Now, there's so many reasons for that. Um, nearly two-thirds, 65%, have nothing saved or less than 10,000 compared to 52% of men. So 65 versus 52
1: That's still a pretty high failure rate, even for the guys, if 52%... Do not have the
2: savings absolutely it's an equal opportunity offender when it comes to who is who's woefully behind and uh, and there are other you know in not in defense not that women need defended but um, I can tell you as you know there's a different dynamic afoot you'll find throughout history that the the woman and say the role traditional wife may be the first uh, to encounter staying home with the children more often or for lengthy periods of time, limiting the ability financially to build separate savings. Now hopefully there's a good spouse involved on the other side of this this relationship that's saving for both, preparing for both, believes in uh, equalizing things, making jointly available resources and funds to do things as though they both have access to the same money at the same time as though it was earned the same way. I'm a proponent of that. Um, shared checkbook, shared resources, and when it comes down to it, if it came down to it, a shared split of one and the same, all of the above that 's just fair. Um, however, when you 're talking about how it plays out in reality, the spouse, the female in the marriage over the course of time, staying home with the children, not building up as much social security resource for the future and or savings and retirement. Also, second wave, if you want to call it, is helping facilitate more of the nurturing aspect of the college transition phase of the children. But wait, about that time, what do we start to see happen? An uptick in the aged parents of both the spouse and the wife's parents, moms and dads. And if they were divorced and they have a larger family, it's not unusual for the wife to be helping around town to doctor's appointments and such. Even a step-parent for those big hearted ones out there who know who I'm talking to and about and do such things as that. And then what happens? You get your aged spouse. Spouse starts to weaken. One goes semi down. The there it is again. Why? Because generally the guys go downhill faster first. There's oftentimes an age differential that leans more mature on the guy side than the girl side. And here's the third or fourth uh theater of war where the female participant on a gender biased society, ooh, that was that that could trigger landmines, I just mean it from a statistical perspective, have some compassion for a moment as you hear this out, Uh, is weakened financially again. So it is imperative, all that aside, just so what it is, it's changing dramatically over the course of time, but that's the way it looks in the rear view mirror, folks, and most people can attest to that. So we're here to help equalize that, not with an iron fist, just some math, projections, counseling, to make sure that it all works out fine. So you can take a saving situation like this, Turn it around. Get on track to say for both of you in the household or if you're head of household and you're you're not married, whether guy or girl, that you can get ahead of this thing. And you can leverage everything that's available to you resourcefully to win, to win. Because don't let you, as mentioned earlier, become a statistic. You're a person with a purpose and a promise and the potential to succeed on purpose. And we want to help you.
1: All right. And some numbers to follow because it also matters on The ages of people out there. So, for example, the average, when they say average, the median household retirement savings is $50,000. That means 50% are above, 50% are below that number. For the baby boomers, it's quite a bit above. Average is at 152. Gen Xers, the Generation X, 66,000 on average. Millennials, 23,000 at least on average. The good news about the millennials is that they have some time on their side to maybe hopefully make up for lost time or lost money. Now, compare and contrast this to 20, 30 years ago, this is when people, at least in general, had both a pension and Social Security that would provide reliable income in retirement. Not just income, but reliable income in retirement. Don't underestimate that. Now, today, contrast that with pensions becoming increasingly scarce. What I mean by that? Fewer than one out of seven, which is about 14%, have access to a pension, Social Security maybe has some question marks, but here's the point about Social Security. They will simply, they being the government, continue to raise taxes on the program. They will not let it go bankrupt. That's the bottom line, and very simply that.
2: Increase tax, um, rearrange benefits, limit cap, change underlying ages for, you know, means testing, the entrance and and, uh, accessibility to benefits, et cetera.
1: Here's the most obvious example. The payroll tax continues to go up by about 7 to 8% a year. The COLA, the cost of living adjustment for the benefits coming out. So, taxes going in, going up by 7%. What's coming out as far as increasing in benefits is usually around 1% to 2%. So, you do the math, you tell me how that's going to affect the future. Now, some other numbers. According to the National Institute on Retirement Security, it's estimated that the nation's retirement savings gap is between 6.8 and 14 trillion, yes, with the T trillion dollars. Ouch. So, the takeaway from these statistics. Is it's quite safe to say that most people simply are not saving enough for retirement?
2: Wow, Um, that number. If you're trying to get your mind wrapped around numbers, as mind wrapping was mentioned earlier, that will take a while. We better just continue with the show because you won't be done uh, during this hour for sure. Now, the statistic about the Americans leaving 24 billion in unclaimed 401k, 403b company matches on the table. Okay, company matches, that isn't a match set with the company name and the logo and it has, you know, 24 matches you can strike. No, 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 maybe that's the problem people aren't realizing. You have free money out there, okay? Free money. Free money is you contribute X percent of your paycheck into a company-sponsored plan like 401k, 403b, and the company will agree to match a certain portion. If it's a simple world, let's say it's 3%. You put in three, they match 1% for every 1% up to three. It's three from you, three from them. If you're, say, making um, $100,000, that's $3,000. If you weren't participating at all, you would be going without economically year over year over year for the years that you would have worked there and compounded, plus the growth on the money itself. That, That can be a lot. So here's the point. People not saving enough for retirement, well, they're not even taking advantage of the company plans that provide access to free money. Now above that, we'll challenge you on that. If you're contributing more than they're matching, you're, perhaps, you're putting money into something that will never, well, it's never been taxed, right? 401Ks become IRAs. These are all monies that have never been taxed. You don't know the future tax rate. We don't either. That means they're tax-trap monies. You don't want to do too much of that, perhaps. Or better yet, if you're going to do more and take tax credits for contributing to IRAs outside of a 401K, privatize it. They're more investment options. The investment universe is larger. Uh, Folks like us can help folks like you with managing that money according to a plan that we also put together together, and so much more there. Um, But it's a huge number if you think about the employer-sponsored company matches that are just left behind every single year and not utilized or accessed by the participant, also known the employee of that company, uh, aka typical employees. They're missing out on nearly $1,500 of free cash each year. Now, in my example of the three percent on hundred, that was three thousand. Well, if you take the average wage of forty-five, fifty thousand somewhere in there well, that would be fifteen hundred. Three percent on fifty is fifteen hundred per year. Now, take that over twenty-year time period. Don't forget growth and such. You've lost the compounding and growth and leverage of that money. So, um, you know, not bad to see money grow by any degree of regard if it, in fact, began as free. Now, no contribution equals no employer match. That's one thing all company plans have in common uh if it's 401k 403b. There are other plans like pension-oriented savings plans where the company can add money in a bucket with your name on it without you actually doing anything more than just working there. Those are like right up there at the dinosaurs and inbound asteroid strikes. They are just gone, gone, gone pretty much by and large. Now let's say your company will match up to three percent, some higher, some will match lower of a person's pay. Some of the ratios that get kind of sticky and tricky. Let's say that uh you put in three, they'll put in a half percent for every one uh, percent. So if you did three, they'd be doing one and a half. Get your ratios, get your plans right. They get tricky. James, I don't know why they get tricky, but they do. So thoughts.
1: Well, very simply, when you look at the numbers of what this equates to over time, the 1500 of free cash each year over a 20-year time frame is approximately $45,000 in free money that people just simply have left behind. Now, if you want to say numbers-wise how little a month that this takes to actually make a 3% contribution, let's just say that your average salary, your annual salary, is $60,000. A 3% contribution is $1,800, which is $150 a month, and the employer then matches that number. So if your annual salary is 100000 then your 3% contribution is $3,000, which still is only $250 a month. These numbers are very doable is the bottom line. And keep in mind that the company then matches what you've put in. So there's all that incentive for you to take advantage of this.
2: If you don't have a company plan, do it yourself. We want to help you do it yourself. Yes. You take the 250 and match yourself 250 and carve out 500 a month from your budget. Work on expense side. Work on it all together. Implement a plan. Succeed on purpose.
1: All right. There's more. There's much more. Our phone number at the office is 513-575-9654. Call us. We can help. Stay tuned. You're listening to The Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors here on 55KRC. The talk station.
2: Welcome back to The Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm Greg Brown.
1: And I'm James Borth. And we are registered. We are an investment advisor from We Are Independent. We do work for clients and not companies. Our phone number at the office, 513-575-9654. Visit our website at brownfinancialadvisors.com, our email address, team at brownfinancialadvisors.com, and come see us at one of our Cincinnati area office locations. Milford, of course, is our headquarters, but we also have the satellite locations in Westchester, Blue Ash, and Florence. Greg, where would we leave off?
2: Well, statistic three, um, you know, we talked about um, Social Security. We talked about uh, not participating in 401Ks and leaving free money on the table. Now we're transitioning to this third one. 29% 29% of Americans have taken an early withdrawal from their retirement accounts. Now turn the tables. You've participated in a 401K, you've built up a 401K, and now you're going to take from it, loan from it, rob from it. W- what's the deal here? Well, we're looking at, uh, gosh, three in 10 Americans, 29% dip into the retirement savings. And there's some dilemmas. There's some faux pas associated with that. Uh, common reasons when people do, well, loans for hardship, Uh, There are some limited access ways to get there, and IRS will honor uh, and acknowledge a few uh, to keep you from getting hit with some tax penalties. But uh, to pay down some debt, unplanned medical expenses. That haunts us later in life, too, as we age. Uh, Another big statistic James will be sharing is tied to some medical expense. Uh, Paying for higher education, either their own or trying to catch up and reduce some of the debt in the three-alarm fire For educational cost of maybe someone they love taking these withdrawals well you might get you through a tough patch but if it's booked as a loan it has to be paid back if you don't pay it back there will be um, a treatment of it there'll be a treatment of it as being income and that income can be treated as an early distribution Uh, so the penalty and the punitive nature of this can get compounded so be careful Well, here's the
1: bottom line when it comes to this. You're still borrowing from your future is the point. And at what cost? One of the major, major factors when we say where should you take the money from or what should be the source of your funding is what is the cost of money? What's your cost of capital when it comes to taking money from whatever source?
2: Yeah, so where not to take it? Try to avoid retirement savings. Try every way you can to avoid it. Where to get it? Lowest cost of money, always the best, and without tax wrinkles and complications. And also a reason not to take it from retirement and find other sources or buckets of money first is because you just don't undo dollar for dollar the loan amount you took out. You undo the future, prosperity, and exponential compounded growth of all the underlying principle for the years to come, leading from that moment until retirement event. The economic outcome, you change the future as you know it, Exponentially. Just some thoughts.
1: All right. The next statistic is about the number of seniors declaring bankruptcy having more than tripled. And this is since the nineteen nineties, that number having more than tripled. And one of the major reasons or factors why is because of medical expenses. So for example, a couple can expect to spend about two hundred forty-five thousand dollars on health care through retirement. And this is this is one of those numbers when you say, well, How about if you've made it to retirement? Yes, now you look at one of your major expenses being not only health care, but also your medical expenses, your out-of-pocket expenses. So between the insurance premiums and your out-of-pocket expenses, that number is going up, and it's going up dramatically. So in in 2005, that amount was $190,000. In 2014, the average was $220,000. So the point is the medical rate of inflation is rising substantially higher than the overall rate of inflation.
2: Yeah, good point. And um, some of this ties back to just poor benefit selection, poor benefit management. Uh, We, as part of what we do holistically, is we have a Medicare uh, advisory component. James helps with taxes and Medicare as part of our advisory team. We all have our strengths in certain areas that we focus. You can't be a jack of all trades. But uh, as an organization, a firm, we're all jacks of all trades. One way or another, the firm pulls it off because we work together in these components. But making the proper Medicare Insurance, the supplement, the advantage, the the Part D, the plans. Hey, watching out for how much income you took and how you took it that could cause you increased Medicare premiums going up double, triple, or even 400 something dollars a month if you've not managed your investments, your income, taking your taxes properly. There are just all kinds of ways working together synergistically can and help And beyond
1: you. Medicare is the long-term care plan The long, or the lack of having a long-term care plan. What we mean by that is people who have not properly planned for the case or the event of one or both having to go into a nursing home.
2: Exactly. Call and us on that.
1: That can be a big gaping hole of multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars in your retirement accounts.
2: Statistic five, moving right along here, 87% of baby boomers got a D grade on retirement quiz. So uh, if you're out there, we have a um, re- retirement readiness toolkit. There's a quiz you can take online with our website. There's a place there for Social Security, estate planning. There's you know, a number of them, women and, and wealth, and then also just general retirement. So if you'd like to see what grade you would get and how prepared you are and considerations you should have or be making, it's on our website. It's free. Take it. the quiz, your time, download the guide. Uh, there's some other, maybe some, um, some give backs or call to actions that will help you Uh, give us a call and we'll help with that big picture. But my goodness, this means they're currently, um, between ages 55 and through 75, this age group, that's the boomer age group are getting D's 87% getting D's on their knowledge and preparedness for this concept of retirement. Ouch. It's alarming for sure. And, um, this isn't one of those jokes in the elevator where, you know, what you call a, um, a C student medical school, your doctor. no. You, you want to be top of your class when it comes to, or retain someone who is, and we're very consumer friendly. Remember, no obligation, complimentary, comprehensive financial plan, and all that goes with it with recommendations. So at least you're, you're left without an excuse not to access us, your tutors, will help you in this area. Let's see. Anything really more about that other than moving on to maybe six, unless you had a thought or two?
1: No, let's move on. So here's the next one. 46% of Americans are just guessing at how much money that they need for retirement. So nearly half, 46%, surveyed said that they acknowledged that they're really only guessing. 12%, I should say only 12%, had actually used a retirement calculator or at least a worksheet or pencil and paper to help them get an accurate sort of numbers on this. Gen Xers, baby boomers, estimated they would need about $500,000 for retirement. The millennials think it's only going to take $400,000. Now contrast that with multiple studies that have put the average cost of retirement at just under $740,000. The number to be precise, $738,400. So like I said, approximately $740,000. Now that doesn't factor into maybe location, location, location. So if you live somewhere with a higher cost of living, you're likely going to need at least a million dollars, if not more. Here's another one. According to the Social Security Administration, men that are age 65 have at least a 78% likelihood of living 10 more years. Women have an 85% likelihood. So what that means is that if you've already made it this far, if you're to the point of being age 65, it's very likely, the odds are, that you're going to live beyond the average life expectancy of what you otherwise would be looking at for the average life expectancy.
2: Yeah, and don't get caught up in how many more years. You only have to fail in the first year you outlive your money.
1: So 25% chance of you living past age 90, 10% chance that you'll live past 95, and don't forget to account for inflation. So essentially, if inflation stays as it has been, add at least 3% annually
2: when estimating your annual living expenses. James, I was passing a driveway in the side of a garage the other day. I know we're running time on time, but they were. It's that time of the year, lots of birthdays. These kids were outside having a great time. There was one child who was blindfolded, and I saw a donkey. And guess what they are playing? Pin the tail the donkey. I didn't know kids did this anymore at birthday parties. For donkey? I drove, I drove real slow to see. And, of course, um, about 10, 12 kids. Here's the point. You started this little segment here with 46% of Americans. were just guessing at the retirement. Do you know how many of those 10 or 12 children are going to win the game of pin the tail and donkey? One. That's right. You know how many weren't going to win? The Everyone others. else. That's yes, right. So do not guess at how much money you'll need in retirement.
1: All right. Of course, there's more. There's much more. Our phone number at the office, 513-575-9654. Again, 513-575-9654. Call us. We can help. On behalf of Greg... Myself, James, and Barry, thank you for listening today. Have a great week, and remember this. Sound money, where good things are believable, achievable, and true for you.